your firstborn daughter You had high hopes for me I often failed to live up to What you thought I should be But even when I faltered You were there to lend a hand Somehow I knew you'd always find a way to understand Sure I made some bad decisions And my choices were not clear You never stopped caring I was never less than dear But I wish that I could tell you When I went my own I carried you with me each and every day So many pieces of me wrapped up with the pieces of you So much that we didn't say so many things we never got to do like grab a coffee and let the time fly lie on our backs and watch clouds flow by Sometimes I would call you And you'd just put down the phone It was times like these that made me feel So terribly alone But I know as you got older You had nothing left to say But I want to tell you that it's finally okay If the business of life is making memories You and I have made more than a few time I spent with you So many pieces of me wrapped up with the pieces of you So much that we didn't say so many things we never got to do Like grab a coffee and let the time fly
rocks and watch the clouds roll by. That's Jane Eamon with Pieces of Me, the title track from her seventh solo album, a 2018 release which landed on our radar last year and really made us sit up and take notice. Some truly fabulous songwriting, stripped down and completely authentic. We just had to learn more about the music and the songwriter. It's a great pleasure to welcome Jane Eamon to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today. Oh, I know. I'm thrilled. Well, Thank you, know, you for asking. I have to say, you know, this is why I feel like at the start of an interview like this, I must come clean because, you know, your album came in at a time when there were an awful lot of albums coming in and, you know, you have to sift them through. And I sifted them through and I didn't pick it up for a few weeks. And then what happened was one day, and I think I said this in a recent interview, well, you know, I like to play music when I'm cooking the, in the kitchen. So I put on pieces of me. And I think I got like through the first track, which was When I Build This House, which I've already played on Folk Roots Radio. And it's like, okay, I think I need to sit down and listen to the rest of this. So I had to stop what I was doing and go and take a seat and listen. And I was just completely floored. Oh, wow. Uh, absolutely fabulous music. I mean, the, the album became one of my favorite albums of 2019. Oh, wow. Um, cool. When I, you know, when I read through the story behind the album, which we're going to talk about in a few moments, I realized, well, you know, we really need to chat about this. Now, we started off with Pieces of Me, and I think as a title track for the album, it also speaks to a lot about what the album's about, because, you know, one of the things I learned was that your husband had a stroke on Christmas Day, and then the sudden passing of your father, and, you know, it, these things, I think, just seem to stimulate your songwriting again isn't that how things started yeah i mean the the pieces of me showed up on father's day and it was 2018 was when it showed up and i had always wanted to write a song about my dad because i'm the firstborn and and i was really close to my father but i was the only member of my family that wasn't there when he passed and I couldn't because, you know, two months prior, my husband had had a stroke. So I couldn't leave. And I, it weighed really heavy on me, and, and I didn't think that I could write a song about my dad because it was so raw in my way of thinking. And like I said, Father's Day 2018, it showed up. And it said, this is a way to honor your dad and to say, you know, I wish I'd had more time with you, but I understand it's okay. You know, I've had good time with you and I have a song from it and I guess that's enough. This turmoil in your life, I mean, that, that really was the, the trigger for getting you writing again? Uh, yes and no. Um, I gave it up because I was so frustrated with the music business and, and the, how difficult it become to just get people to listen. I have a very dear friend who produced the CD, Andrew Smith, who has been a friend of mine for a good 20 years, and he, he said, you know, you really should try writing a song. Like, you really should try. 
And my husband was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer, and it started with broken things. It actually started there. And it was a song that I couldn't finish. So I didn't think that I would ever be able to write another song, and then Pieces of Me showed up. So in a way it was a trigger, but I think life was a trigger too. It was I had to figure out a way to process what was going on in my life. Right, right. Well, you know, the, we're going to play Broken Things in a second because that's just an amazing song too. And, you know, one of the things that struck me was that the way that you, you know, and I can see how the all of this turmoil, you know, your husband having a stroke on Christmas Day, mm. then uh, finding out that he was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer. Now, I think he's doing well now. He's, he's doing he's, very, very well. Yeah, yeah which is well. great news. Yeah, Very well. Yeah. The sudden yeah. death of your father. I can just imagine, I mean, all of that turmoil. I mean, it really was it must have been just a maelstrom for you, you know, having all these things going on at the same time. Yeah, and, and because I was so frustrated with music, I spent a lot of time writing poetry and also writing just kind of freeform writing. Um, and all throughout the time that I kind of stopped or pulled back from songwriting, I was writing every day. But it wasn't it wasn't music. Every year in November, I participate in a thirty day poetry challenge where we have someone who sends a poetry prompt, and then you just write to the prompt. And there has been as many as thirty people involved, and sometimes it's you know five or six. But you do it every day, and a lot of these songs actually came out of that because I was processing by writing, and then realizing that I could actually write music to this stuff, and it would actually resonate maybe hopefully with other people so that it kind of grew organically which is a first for me now it's interesting you say that because that, that raises the question about your songwriting does that mean that you tend to because you also write poetry that you'll you'll write a lyric first and then uh develop a a melody to go with it is, is uh, that how you work or is it not always because i am a singer so not always but i also play the guitar so it, I, I remember telling somebody a long time ago that you really can't predict what is going to be the catalyst for a song. You, I, you just can't. I mean, you can say, well, I play guitar more than I sing, so it's going to be music. Or I write poetry, so that's going to be the catalyst. Or I hear a line, somebody says something that sparks it and sends it off. It, 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 I really can't say it's one or the other or any one thing. It just is. It exists, you know, and that's all I can say, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we should mention, I think in 2011, you were uh, also a finalist at Kerrville. I at was. The, the New Folk Contest, which is a, is a big deal. I mean, you know, being a finalist at, at Kerrville is, is a really big deal in it, in its own right. But I think it was after that period that you started to come a little jaded with the, the way that the music business has developed, as you say, that, you know, it's getting hard there is just, you know, so much music out there, and then there are so many other things that people get focused on these days that it is really a, a challenge. And, you know, I, I just admitted at the start of this interview that, you know, I do this, you know, it's my labor of love, my full-time hobby, but sometimes I, I really do find it hard to keep up. After that period, was that when you started to think, you know, maybe this is not what I should be doing? Well, um, when I was 22... The people that I was hanging around with in Vancouver told me I wasn't very good. And I pawned a guitar that I had at the time for 25 bucks 
and I didn't play or sing again for 26 years. And I don't have children. I didn't raise a family. I really didn't have a career. So there wasn't any real reason why I would have given it up except I wanted to be accepted. And when I was in my late 40s, I went back to songwriting with Stephen Fearing as the teacher and developed a really good friendship with him and just really said, okay, I'm just going to go for this. And I did, I think, six CDs in a row, like one, two, three, four, five, six, and thought that I was going to be the next best thing since sliced bread. And when that didn't happen, I was really frustrated and, and thinking, you know, I'm a really good songwriter. Why is this so hard? And it made me mad because I didn't want to have to fight so hard. And I thought more than once about giving it up, and I did several times, and people would pull me back into it and say, well, you actually are a really good songwriter. Maybe you got things to say, and you should keep saying them. And um, that's, I think there were two, the last two CDs I've done was because of that. Yeah. Well, certainly, the you know, as I say, I, I was completely flawed when, oh, I res- wow. when I started to listen to this. And I, I got to say, I mean, yeah, I, I would definitely say you are a great songwriter. I want to play Broken Things just now because it is a fabulous song. And, uh, you know, learning the story about, you know, your husband having a stroke on Christmas Day. And I just can't imagine how that would the shock that would have been. But this song really, you know, came out so well. Can you talk a little bit about how you wrote it? One of the biggest problems that my husband and he he'd actually survived the stroke quite well. If you didn't know that he had a stroke, he probably wouldn't. One of the things that he lost was his ability to play his guitar, to play music. He can't drive either. And I don't drive, so that kind of curtailed a lot of the things that we used to do. Broken Things is about kasugi, which is the art of taking broken pottery and repairing it with gold, which is a Japanese um, art form. And it, it actually makes it more beautiful with the flaws than if it was the original piece of pottery. And I wanted to say that about my husband because I wanted him to know that it didn't matter, that he wasn't the perfect person he he wanted to be. And no matter what he was, it was still okay. And it was a very difficult song to write. I had a really hard time writing that song. It was the last song that we recorded for the CD because I couldn't finish it. And I sat down one weekend and kind of, closeted myself away and said, no, you need to finish this song. No matter what it feels like, you need to finish it. And it's my favorite song on the CD. Well, you've just given me goosebumps. I always tell people, you know, every interview, I I always need a goosebump, and you've definitely given it to me. That's cool. Let's listen to that song just now. This is Jane Eamon with Broken Things from her wonderful album, Pieces of Me. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. You fell down and cracked apart Into a thousand pieces I picked you up and did my best To help you make some sense of it It was hard for you to see 
that you could ever be More than just a broken thing to me In those cracked and broken places I'll cover you with gold So the scars that you have will shine bright and bold And the hurt you feel will be a story to be told It will take time, of that I'm sure We can't undo the shadow You'll never be what you once were That doesn't really matter Instead of should have been And what has come before You'll be perfect Just the way you are Cause in those cracked and broken places I'll cover you with gold So the scars that you have Will shine bright and bold And the hurt you will be a story to be told They say if it don't kill you it can only make you strong And in this broken There'll be beauty in the flaws Cause in those cracked and broken places I'll cover you with gold So the scars that you have will shine bright and bold And the hurt you feel will be a story to be told You fell down And cracked apart That's Jane Eamon with Broken Things from her latest album. It's entitled Pieces of Me. Jane Eamon is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio. And I got to say, if you haven't heard this album, you really need to. In fact, talking to Jane today, I'm suddenly realizing I need to check out this back catalog. Uh, so, <laughs> so Jane, um, is the back catalog available? Uh, up until um, this one, they're all on CD, baby. All yeah. of them. Yeah, because I I certainly think that, you know, having listened to this album and, you know, knowing that you you were a finalist at Kerrville in 2011, I certainly think there's... That was there's, fun. Yeah, I certainly think there's a, a need to go back and, and check out some other songs. And I want to encourage the people listening to this 
show not only to check out pieces of me, but definitely check out Jane Eamon. You can go to janeeman.net and learn more about her. But let's talk about making the album. Now, you recorded it with your longtime collaborator, Andrew Smith. Yes. Tell us a little bit about making it, because there is this wonderful stripped-down flavor to it, and I'm just wondering where that came from. Actually, it was a mistake. We started with... I have this, because I'm a guitar player, I have this thing about having to split my guitar playing from my singing with a click track. I hate it. And it, I find it very stiff, and I don't think that what comes out of that is any good. And so I had approached him about doing, I also don't have any money, so I, I approached him about doing, just put me in the studio, mic my guitar, mic me, and let me sing a bunch of these songs that I'm writing right now. I think I had four by the time we started. And he said, well, you know, that's not the best way to record because you're going to hear every squeak and burp and fart and everything that's going on, and you won't like it. But I went, no, 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 I'm stubborn. I'm going to do this. So we recorded four songs, and I hated them. They were horrible. They were so awful because if you were listening on headphones, you'd be cringing every five seconds because you could hear everything. And I said, what are we going to do to save this? And he said, well, I would suggest that we do a clean guitar track and we do a clean vocal and then let me add just a little bit of flavor and we'll leave it there. And I said, okay, let's do it. And that's what we did. I went in and recorded some of the guitar tracks and then he played the guitar for some of them as well. And then I went in and sang and then he just added some magic. And because of it, I mean, the album is amazing. The production is amazing. Other albums that he's done since have been recorded in the same manner because he was so pleased with the way the the very stripped down, very atmospheric production was, and he's used it for other people. So I was pretty impressed. I mean, it really came across as being exactly what I needed it to be, which is it's the words and the the it's about the song more than anything else. It's not about the production. Absolutely, because, you know, that's what came through when I listened for the first time. I mean, I had to stop what I was doing and, and just sit and listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, you know, probably the uh, the thing that I would have loved is maybe to have had the lyrics, you know, at my fingertips at the time, because this comes over as a classic singer-songwriter album. I mean, that's really what I love. Nine songs. There's not a weak one in the bunch. In fact, oh, gee, thanks. Um, when I was actually, you know, getting ready for this interview, I thought, well, you know, what am I going to play? I shouldn't replay, really play songs I've played before, so I wanted to try and pick them. It's actually also incredibly comforting because, you know, I was, I was thinking, especially for people of a certain age, and you know, when we're we're starting to to deal with the issues of people that you love sadly passing away, and people that you're with, and you know, developing other challenges. You know, even though, you know, you could look and say, well, you know, there's some difficult things being talked about. You know, you're talking about, you know, you know, losing your father. You're talking about your, you know, the, the, the stroke and the other health challenges your husband's had. There is also a lot of hope here. And, and that comes through. Do you find that, that fairly easy to, to write? No, not at all. And, and I, I have to tell you, there is a book that goes with that CD. So I, I probably didn't send you the book because I only made, printed a very limited number. Um, it has all of the the reasoning behind why the songs were written, and then it has the poetry that would have inspired the song. 
So, and then the lyrics. So it's all about what the process was. And because I did such a limited number of this CD, it, I wanted it to be a total kind of an immersive um, package. I didn't send it to very many radio stations. I really didn't. And and I, I'm glad that I sent it to you. But it didn't go to a lot of other people because I didn't want it to get diluted. It It really is about things that are happening to everybody in my demographic which is what you just talked about, losing loved ones and losing parents and, and having partners that are challenged. I mean, it's it's about that. But I wanted it to be about all the stuff, which is getting stuck in your life and, and trying to figure out how you're going to get through from today to tomorrow. That's why If You Believe, which is an old song of mine, about it's okay. You know, if you as long as you feel strong in yourself, you'll you'll be okay. That's what that whole album is about. That's why it's called Pieces of Me. And even though it is also about my dad. But yeah, no, it's it's I'm hoping that people are gonna find some inspirational hope from it and walk away and go, you know what? This makes me feel better today. And that's absolutely the way it is. Now it's interesting, you just mentioned the titles of two songs that I was considering playing. I decided I can only play one of them. If You Believe is a, is a beautiful song. It's the, the ninth song on the album, finishes things up. But we're going to play the, the, the song Stuck next, which, <laughs> you know, it's one of the songs on the album that really resonates because we, you know, we can all, you know, again, people of a certain age, we can all really connect with that. Well, you know, what's interesting about that song is that I wrote that song in 2007 and nobody liked it, so I never played it. And when we were trying to kind of get a little bit more music for this particular record, um, I said, well, I have this song, and I've been playing it differently in kind of a more bluegrassy kind of a, a banjo-y kind of a thing. What do you think? We went ahead and did it. I have a very dear friend who lives in Nashville, and he said, you know what? I love that song, but if you sing it in front of other people, sing it in the first person instead of you sing it as I. And it changed the whole character of the song. It became about me rather than about me telling somebody what to do. And it was like that simple of a change changed the whole feeling of that song. But it's also another one of my favorite songs on that album. It's really good. It's fun to play. Well, let's, yeah, I, I love it. I love the, the feel of it. Let's play that just now. This is Jane Eamon with Stuck from her wonderful new album, Pieces of Me. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Don't you just want to take a deep breath? Let the air out and feel like you're not scared to death. Hope the wind on your neck is just somebody blowing you kisses. Fear is a thing you can sure live without No room in your life for more anger and doubt It's a pity that what you remember Is all the near misses And you watch your life as it passes Day after day 
just like the last one This Russian and Persian is wearing you flat You find yourself crying at the drop of a hat And your reason for living is somewhere off in the distance You're tied to your job like a dog to a chain And you hope your life is gonna magically change You'll get out of the rat race with so little pain and resistance And you watch your life as it passes Hoping that today ain't your last one So you stand on the ledge, you play the last trump And you wonder if you've got the courage to jump But you feel in your stomach the vertigo slowly take over You know there's an end, but you can't see it yet And you wonder how far and how low you will get Before something significant drags you from deep undercover And you watch your life as it passes Day after day, just like the last one And you watch your life as it passes Hoping that today ain't the last one That's Jane Eamon with Stuck from her latest album. It's entitled Pieces of Me. Jane Eamon is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today, having a wonderful conversation about her songwriting and an album that was just such a pleasure for me. It, it, it's, it, it's a funny thing as being a DJ, you know, one of the things, it's great getting music sent to you to play, but it's even better when you get music that you just weren't expecting to get, you know, that <laughs> somebody that's new to your radar and you just absolutely love it. So, Jane, I want to really thank you for for sharing this album with us. I have to ask you, what are you up to now? You know, live performance? Are you, do you get to play much? I know you're based um, in Kelowna. I don't, because my husband doesn't play with me anymore, um, and I don't drive, right? Um, getting from point A to point B is often the challenge. But I do try to play at least once a month somewhere. We have a, a coffee house here that has an open mic, and I will often just show up. And I mean, and they, they've known me for years, so I'll just show up and I'll say, I've got a brand new song, can I play it? Right now, I'm working on the next version of this album, which I hope to record again with Andrew, but kind of maybe in the same way. I'm not 100% sure yet what the next one will be, but it's there are a whole bunch of topics that are, have to do with getting older and and the challenges that were you know pretty much everybody in my demographic is going through i mean i'm going to be 67 in two weeks so 
I know there's a lot of things that are going through other people's minds, and I and I didn't write about them in this one, but I want to write about them in the next one. So I'm planning another CD for November, October, November, to come out in the early 2021. Well, that, that's wonderful news because, you know, when I was writing my piece for the website to accompany the interview, I, you know, I wrote, I actually wrote, uh, is this a worthy coda to a good career or is this the start of another fertile period? And it, it sounds like another fertile period is yeah, definitely the way it's going. So, yeah. No, that's, that's wonderful news. That's wonderful news. You mentioned your poetry. I mean, how many books have you put out? Just the one that accompanies this, or are there other um, ones? Well, the the the, the 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 one that goes with the CD is actually a chapbook. So it, I wouldn't really call it a book. I mean, I think it's only about forty pages or something like that. But Manor House Publishing, out of Ontario somewhere, has done a book of my poetry, and they've also done a book that I did called The Songwriter's Voice, which is all about. I interviewed twenty six songwriters from all across Canada and everything from, you know, people like me to people who are actually making a really good living at it, like um, Stephen Fearing, like May Moore, I mean, people like that. But the poetry is, because I like to write and rhyme, being a songwriter, I really like putting words down quickly from a prompt because it, it kind of stimulates my brain. So I use poetry often to get me to get me started on a song. And I don't often share it with people because, you know, it's all about my songwriting rather than about my poetry. So Pieces of Me was a bit of a of a anomaly because I did include the poetry for the for the album, which is where a lot of the songs came from. So poetry is just another one of the pieces, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that's one of the reasons I love to do these interviews, because I love to learn more about the, you know, it's, you know, I, I, I need to understand more about the artists behind the music. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what's made this conversation such a pleasure. I wanted to thank you for spending the time to talk to us today. Oh, you're most welcome. Uh, remember, if you want to learn more about Jane Eamon, uh, go to janeeman.net, and that's E-A-M-O-N. We're going to finish with the song Not Today from the album Pieces of Me. Tell us a little bit about this one. (laughs) I was really, 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 really tired of people coming up to me and going, how are you doing, dear? Because at, at some point, it's wonderful that they care, but at some point you just want somebody to go, you're really not having a great day, are you? And, and just acknowledge that. And, and I wasn't seeing that. And because my husband was quite young when he had a stroke, there wasn't a support mechanism where we live for for people that young to try and get him through, you know, not being able to work, not being able to drive, like those kinds of things. And I, I guess it was my protest against people saying, you know, buck up and have a good day and, you know, you know, it's everything's going to get better and it's all going to work itself out, like all those things, right? the platitudes that people say because they don't know what else to do. And I finally just said, you know what? I'm not having a great day today. That's it. And I just wanted people to know, to acknowledge the fact that some days it's okay to say it's not a great day today. And I, you know, I, I wondered if it was the right song to finish with, but I thought, yes, because we all have those days. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. 
pleasure is all mine. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. This is Jane Eamon with Not Today from her wonderful new album, Pieces of Me. And definitely check it out if you get a chance. I'm Jan Hall from Folk Roots Radio. Thanks again. tell you that I am okay I know you can see that I've had better days the tears in my eyes and the lines on my face all tell a story I'd like to erase so I'm not gonna tell you that I am okay not today I'm not gonna tell you that I'm doing fine you know I'd be lying and wasting your time I could make up a story of happier days Tell you my troubles have all gone away But I'm not gonna tell you That I'm doing fine, not this time tell you